everybody. We're here live for another Oliver Happy Hour on this wonderful Sunday evening on July 5th. I'm here with my lovely siblings. I am your girl, Debbie Dev, here in the building. And <laughs> I'm with my lovely sister, Daisy O. Daisy I'm always ready for the show. Daisy O. <laughs> <laughs> and my lovely brother, Darren. Darren. Hey, hey, hey. I'm here today. <laughs> Okay, y'all, um, my, if I, like, come up, you know, all choppy and everything, it's because my service is really bad right now, but, um, last week, we did not, we missed last week because we were celebrating Daisy and Mary being newly engaged. Look at that rock. Yay! I'm engaged. I'm a fiance. I'm a whole fiance, y'all. I am <laughs> Show them the ring again. Oh yes, here's the ring. It's so cute, right? Yes. You can't even really see the color on it though. The, yeah, the camera doesn't do justice. It's yes, not the camera, yeah. It's a yellow sapphire with um, diamonds surrounding it in the band, and it's just a wonderful cut. She did an amazing job. My friends helped her find it. Um, Yeah, and I'm just so excited. It was a great last weekend. This happened last weekend over her birthday, so we actually did not do Oliver Happy Hour because... um, we were, I was getting engaged, y'all, so I'm hoping. You went to Palm Springs, you guys went to Palm Springs. Yeah, and then we went to Palm Springs, and Devin came, and Darren had to work, but he joined the Zoom call um, that we had for Mary's birthday, which was really sweet, and to my surprise, you guys knew about it for months. Yeah, we did. <laughs> sure did. We knew about it. <laughs> I don't know how you guys kept that secret this whole time. This whole time. I mean, it was easy. (laughs) We just didn't talk about it, you know? (laughs) Well, I it was hard for me to keep the it it was definitely hard for me to keep the secret, but Mm -hmm. um it was we just didn't talk about it. It was a couple of times where I almost, you know, um blurted it out on accident. (laughs) <laughs> but I freaking I, I I saved the day, you know. I, well, I was completely clueless, and I cried for two hours. But I was it was like happy tears because I was just so excited, and I can't wait to just tell people that hit on us because you know we get hit on all the time when right. we go out or just grocery shopping. Uh, to mm-hmm. tell them no, we're engaged. Okay. Leave us alone. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, I'm engaged, you guys. So that's what happened last weekend. Okay, so guys, so much. Congrats to your new engagement. We are excited for what's to come in the future. And we love you guys. We love you ladies. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to go into new music. 
Um, oh, I guess. Darren, did you want to? Uh, <laughs> Darren, did you want to go right into her? I can't breathe. Oh yes, yes, yes. So let's play um, this her track. Uh, it's new. It's called "I Can't Breathe." She came out with um, maybe a couple weeks ago. talking about what is going on right now mm-hmm. you know with police brutality the police officers taking lives taking precious lives from the people it's sad and it's so timely i mean i think it's so yes yeah but her she came out I was gonna say her and Common and um there's been a lot of different artists that have come out with music recently that addressed a lot of these uh injustices and issues with racial um inequity in the United States specifically. But um, you know, I think it's time and I just love the music because it's it's so healing. We need this music right now. Yes, for sure. Y'all check it out. Um, the next artist, Darren Remy Wolf. Hello, yeah, yeah. hello, hello. Remy Wolf, yeah, she's a she's an interesting artist, but I really like her for her voice. Say hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Ribby Wolf. Uh, I think a few months ago we played uh, uh, one of her tracks. I don't. I think that was last year, maybe. But it was a. Uh, uh, it was a nice song. It was called like uh, "I Don't Want to Be Your Your Dog." Uh, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Oh. Well, yeah. well, interesting. I mean, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be your dog. I mean, yeah, it was it was a cool song. I mean, I think it was 
I wish I could find it right now. I can't find it on my phone. But we did we did feature her before, yeah. which is why I wanted to play her again because it's a, a recent well that she's been again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so check yeah, it out. When did she come out? Did she come out recently? Um, I think she's a new artist. She came out within the last uh, two years at least. But I, I know um, the last song that I did hear from her, well, actually, this album is called I'm Allergic to Dogs EP. So, uh, um, you know, but in the song, I, you know, I don't want to be your dog. It's just like she's just talking about, like, hey, I'm not trying to be your friend. You know, like, like treat me you know, differently. Okay, something's going on with my stats here. Alright, so the next song is uh, Girls in the Hood by Megan Lee Stallion. Hate under my pictures on the gram. Bitch, you better hope I never run across your man. In the mall with him, I'ma have a ball with him. Somebody call Rihanna, I'ma buy some drawers with him. He's bumping with the staying cause he in the wild women. Put them legs on his head, now he loves tall women. You'll never catch me calling these niggas daddy. I ain't lying by my nuts just to make a nigga happy. Nigga, lifestyle when a nigga can't fit a it never happened if the dick wasn't snapping. I'm a hot girl. I do hot shit. Finish income on my outfit. I don't take quick because I ain't thirsty. These bitches mad mad. They want to hurt me. I'm a hot girl. I do hot shit. Finish income on my outfit. You really came hard with this one now, didn't you? I love Megan Stallion. You guys already know. We played her multiple times. <laughs> He really did. She's coming hard. Devin, what do you think? You're muted, Devin. <laughs> my, my freaking... Like I said before, my connection is twisting, okay? I went in and out like twice already. But saying um that... I like this song. I like, you know, how she did it, like Girls in the Head or whatever, you know, when um, paying homage to Eazy-E. But I think she could have came better with some, some lyrics, with the lyrics. I feel what you mean. This is my first time really hearing the majority of the song. But I agree with you, Dad. Yeah. You could have came better with the lyrics. I really mm-hmm. think so. But, I mean, you know, it's a cool. I'll bop to it. I'll dance to it. I'll play yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, it, if you're going to um, sample easy, you really do got to come with the lyrics. I agree. Yeah. But, okay, so, Darren, you, um, City Girls just came out with their new album. Yeah, this this uh this one is called Enough It's Better. New album Let's play that one. Yeah. Let's go for the new album, City Online. Yeah. For this pussy top, English, Spanish, and Frank. For this pussy top, Euros, dollars, and yens. For this pussy top, Bentley's, Robes, and Ben. For this pussy black, private, to Alice, to M. For this pussy top, Birkin, Gucci, Chanel. 
Don't know but this cash man is pussy top. Don't know but a bad man is pussy top. Don't know but this cash man is pussy top. Don't know but a bad man is pussy top. Hey, look, this pussy store these niggas. Pussy be like, can you afford me, niggas? Broke niggas in my face. Pussy ignore these niggas. But a bag, pussy speak poetry, niggas. What is this pussy from the hood? This pussy from the project. This pussy so ghetto. This pussy speaking bond. This pussy smash bag, clan, tug of war. Turn a nigga gang gang, he gon' go to war. You want this pussy real bad? Say, pretty please. Cop me baguettes. Make my wrist freeze. Got niggas over here. Wow, okay. Wow, they, they sure said that now, didn't they? Yes. This song is something else. Is it the theme or what? The what? I said this song is something else. Yeah. I yeah. just mean, I guess the way that Young Miami says it, like it's catchy. And I'm like, what? It's like, I don't want to be walking around saying, but it's pussy top. <laughs> <laughs> I know that is right. <laughs> it's like it's catchy, but then it's like you gotta sing it in your head. I was singing it in my head, but I keep singing that out loud. <laughs> that you go around saying, right? Right. <laughs> That's I mean, they raunchy, you know, they ratchet. I've been ratchet like real years, y'all. <laughs> I love big girls. I can't. Yeah, it's, been about, it's been about two years, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Since we definitely. Yeah, it's been right. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> well, it's cool. But yeah, it's been about two years since we first premiered them. And then as we premiere a lot of artists, or at least to highlight new artists, because this is the section of our show where we do try to bring in new artists. Girls two years ago, like you know, there was kind of undercover, and like we said, they were just gonna blow up. Sure enough, right. is that, is the girl out of jail? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she got out of jail. Oh, okay. Last, last, I think November. No, not last year November, but the year before that. I think. So JT is out of jail. Cool, cool. Or was it last year? Shoot, I don't know. No, it was last year. It was last year, Devin, because remember, I do remember this. There was a shooting outside the uh, studio where they were um, where they, oh. they were recording, and it was like right after JT got out of jail. Right. Yeah. Well, there you okay, have. Okay. So- <laughs> Why they still got damn fireworks around here? Did you guys hear that? My goodness. Oh, they still popping them. I really thought that, that was gonna be done. Yeah. Because- damn. Earlier today, it was really quiet, and then like maybe after I had thought past, and I start hearing, <laughs> "Come on now, you haven't spent enough money on fireworks." Y'all, everybody got like the people on unemployment just spent all they checked because fireworks are expensive. That's a damn shame. Okay, like. Fireworks are really expensive, and I think this was the first year that I ha- I've never seen so many fireworks in the sky. Like, as long as we've been living in L.A., Compton, this general Southern California area, we've never seen this amount of illegal fireworks. No, but it's all over the country. It's that big, like, fireworks that's, like, you see at a fireworks show. Like, what? Why do you no. think it's all over the country, Darren? I think yeah, I think whatever happened, it, it got across from somewhere and it got in, you know, it really because the stuff, the bombs are bigger, they're louder, you know, like, you know, I mean, you know, you probably spent okay. $300 on, on all that stuff. Okay, let's, huh? let's back to the oh, music. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
music. You got to finish new music. This Kanye is. Well, this is, let's play, uh, this was called Megan Good. And at this time, ladies and gentlemen, we're bringing to you a brand new vibe. Let's meet and greet her at this time. The Falcons, the one and only. Megan Good, Mary Tyler Moore, maybe Melba Moore. Sing while Maya dances on the dance floor. Mary Jane, or even Mariah might be a queen. Maybelline, or A. Marie, or Tina Marie, or Melanie, or... I just chill and make teeny oh. Ex, she in love with that. That's why she in the kitchen baking cookies. Yeah, she a down ass bitch. She said I was her favorite once I found that clip. Saw Mary Tyler Moore at the vinyl store before. Said I put it in her ass if she about that shit. I need a freak that like to be a geek. Fast forward a little bit. Well, this one is Wash Us in the Blood featuring Travis Scott. This is Kanye West. Outside, let it rain, rain down on the pain, rain down on the slain, rain down for my mom, rain down on the farm, shower us with your love, wash us in the blood, drop this for the thugs, know I grew up in the mud, the top is not enough, wash us in the blood. Is there anybody here? Is there anybody here? That can say Cost what it does, cost cost what it does, another life being lost. I'm just bored with that song. You are. I'm still listening to what he's saying. I should not kill. I should not spill. Next tales at the rendezvous. We got your time in the federal. Squad box you in like a sectional. We walk through the glass in the residue. Now look what we headed to. Rain down on us. Rain down on us. Wash us in the blood. Wash us in the blood. Holy Spirit, come down. Holy Spirit, come down. And they trying to control yay. They want me to calm down. They don't want me to Kanye. They don't want Kanye to be Kanye. They want to sign a fake Kanye. They trying to sign a calm yay. That's right, I call him calm yay. But don't take me the wrong way. But don't take me the wrong way. Cause God took me a long way. They want to. Yeah, he wasn't talking about nothing. Sounds like the motherfucker's manic right now and he's just talking shit. You know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to get something out of it, Darren. He was talking about his mom, you know. He was saying rain down on the farm, you know. They just purchased the farm or some shit like that. He trying to say something. I'm trying to get something from it, you know. Maybe he's talking about his ancestors or his people that have passed on. And he wants them to rain down. The, You know, I'm trying to stick with it. Yeah, definitely. to understand him. You're trying, to, <laughs> yeah. You're trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but Darren, I mean, I do agree with you for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I can agree with Darren. I can agree with y'all too. You know, he. It sounds like he's on his manic um, episodes. Um, but so it's, it's kind of catchy. I do agree. It I is catchy. I think, you know, rain down. I think the Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wash us in the blood. <laughs> right. Down on the farm. Right. Yeah. 
I was trying to get with it. I really was. Yeah, I don't know. Darren ain't feeling it at all, okay? Not at all. No thanks. Understandable, Darren. Understandable. Okay, so. What's poppin', y'all, okay? What's poppin'? Because I can't do the whole... Do it, do it. Rendition. Do it, do it. But what's popping? Okay, we we uh missed last Sunday, but last Sunday the BET um virtual awards went on, and oh my gosh, Amanda Seals was the host. And anybody who knows about Amanda Seals, okay, she tells it like it is. She is pro black, okay, and she does not play any games when it comes to right and wrong and you know racial injustice like she is speaking up on it okay so she um she was the perfect host to um host this year because one it was a different delivery obviously they had to do it virtually and with everything that's going on in the world today with the COVID-19 with police brutality, all the, the killings that have happened over the last few months, just this year, you know, not even including the ones um, last year and the year before that. So um, she did a great job um, hosting. And then um, uh, the performers, oh my gosh, every performer, they were, obviously, they were free to do... Um, the performance however they wanted to do so it was kind of like you know they did their own little videos or whatever my favorite i want to say my top three was meg the stallion because child she had a whole full-blown like video okay (laughs) it was like a california love uh you know the video exactly max where they're out in the desert and you know, right. and over here on four wheelers and stuff like that. It was, right. I, I, thought, I thought it was a good, good, really good energy, you know. It really was. And I guess maybe that's probably why, I mean, because she did Girls, she performed Girls in the Hood. And maybe that's, that was where that whole Mad Max, uh, California Love type of situation came about. Um, but she performed Girls in the Hood and she performed um, the remix to uh, Savage with Beyonce. But um Beyonce unfortunately obviously she didn't perform with her but um that was my favorite performance um D Smoke um he performed with his brothers Sir and Davion and then also his mother um and then Anderson Pack Anderson Pack had performed his new his latest single I can't remember the name of it but oh, Lockdown. Yeah, yeah, let me play a little bit of it. The people are rising. And this is a song. This is a song that's like really talking about the current times right now. So um his delivery, the, um, he performed with J-Rock, so his delivery, like he his face, his makeup, it was like he was beat up, like he was just, you know, beat beat up by the police or something. Um and it was just good. It was really good. 
What did you guys think of uh, Alicia Keys? You know, because she, she was out there performing out in the street. Child. I, I tried to pay attention to Alicia Keys. <laughs> she lost my interest, so I just stopped watching. Uh, I want to say her and Jennifer Hudson, like those two performers, they bore me. And it's no shade to them. Honestly, it's no shade because Jennifer Hudson, of course, her voice is amazing. And she's a great performer, live performer too. But Alicia Keys, I mean, Alicia Keys, like she, she's a, a legend. She's a, you know, a, a, um, I guess what I'm trying to say, she's a vet in the industry. Um, but <clears throat> it was boring. And then Jennifer Hudson, she did a tribute to Aretha Franklin by uh, singing Young, Gifted, and Black, you know, which is one of Aretha Franklin's slow, slower tempo songs. And, you know, um, I guess you, you said, Devin, she was supposed to be taking us to church, but, you know. I guess. I don't know. The performance, you know, it just wasn't, you know, she's going to be doing that new Aretha Franklin biopic. Right. So, uh, you know, she did that dedication uh, to Aretha. It was nice. It was, I don't want to say like it was just like so bad. It wasn't bad. I was just, I just wasn't interested. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it was, but, yeah. Yeah. So, um, also other performers, um, Summer Walker, she performed with, with Usher. Usher. Actually, she did very good. I, I, I liked uh, uh, her and Usher's uh, uh, performance. I think Summer Walker, you know, for all that, you know, all that shit about her being scared to, to sing and stuff in front of people, maybe that's a mm-hmm. method for her to keep performing. Maybe she just needs to do virtual stuff in her home and, and you yeah. know, have a whole setting and they, you know, have it on mm-hmm. projector. All I'm saying is that I'm not paying full price for that damn ticket, you know. I mean, <laughs> 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 right. see some right. of you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> not some of home. No, but you know? <laughs> yeah, right. But she did. She did really good. They had like a little, a little. It was a little night vibe, nightcap vibe. There was on. It was dim lighting. There was on a couch. You know, they were just vibing together. Mm-hmm. Um, but to name a, a few more uh, performers, it was Roddy Rich, um, Roddy Rich. Oh, the uh, uh, baby. The baby. Um, he performed with Roddy Rich too. So Roddy Rich performed twice. Um, also, Pierre Sheard and her mom, um, Clark. Mm-hmm. They both uh, closed out the awards and they took us to church for show okay mm-hmm. um Pierre shared I think she performed her song one of her um singles on her album on her most recent album um it was called uh I forgot what it was called but it was great um yeah so the the um I think it was the very- BC Awards this year the- for it to be virtual, they did a really good job. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought it was very good. I mean, despite you know it not actually you know having the live performances, I mean, it definitely kept the show uh, on time. Uh, you know, within the within the, mm-hmm. the time range that it's supposed to be uh, uh, in. Um, I, I thought it was very good because it was like everybody had their own individual uh, video. Um, you know, for their performance, which I think is good content for BET, you know, that they could be doing that. 
uh, a lot more. And uh, I think to also notice that it was the first time that the BET Awards were um, broadcast on CBS. Because, you know, uh, in the last year, um, you know, Viacom and CBS, they remerged together. You know, they were all a part of Viacom and then CBS had split. You know, there was a whole, uh, um, you know, a whole thing with the president of CBS to uh-huh. where, uh, um, you know, he got kicked out for sexual harassment and stuff like that. Anyway, basically CBS and Viacom, which owns BET, MTV, VH1, you know, all that stuff. Now they're under the same umbrella. So it was rebroadcast on CBS for the first time, which I think is uh, uh, really something good because you really don't see too many black awards show on, uh, um, you know, the major networks anymore. You know, we used to be able to see the NAACP Image Awards. We used to be able to uh, see the Soul Train Awards, you know, on one of the networks that was over the air. And this was like the first time that, you know, all these things were available uh, uh, again to the mass, um, to to all over the country, because most people don't have BET, you know, let's be honest. So I, I think it was a good thing that they were able to showcase it as well under the family of networks. Uh, uh, I know there's oh. other. There's been oh good, Devin, what were you saying? No, I mean oh I was, no, I was just saying that. Was, well, I was just gonna mention too that like CBS has a larger audience of Caucasian and um, like based on research, their audience is primarily Caucasian. So you are right, Darren. I'm glad that you brought that up. There needs to be more Black, African American, diverse. Um, Asian American, like there just needs to be more diverse content on CBS specifically because that is definitely yeah. a network that has a just a huge Caucasian audience. Like that needs more, that needs better content. Pretty yeah. much. right. And one of the only shows that's on CBS that has a uh, like a, a a black ensemble is uh, The Neighborhood with Cedric the Entertainer and Tashina Arnold. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, um, you know, and that's you know a show oddly about you know like basically about white people gentrifying the hood because they move in into the neighborhood, you know, next door to Cedric the Entertainer, you know, this white couple who, you know, I mean, I watch the show. It's, 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 it's funny. I, you know, I always support, you know, try to support Cedric and, you know, Tashina Arnold's show because it is, it is kind of funny, you know, but it is, it, it, it's built for an older demographic because that's what CBS is. It's most, basically, it's yeah. only white people who watch it, but all the CSI and the NCIS and all that other stuff. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Um, but I think just no, in closing, but- well, I just wanted to say just in closing about BET is just that I did see somebody on Twitter talk about how, it, you know, because people were talking about the success of the show, but then people, you know, always got to talk something about BET because it is true. They, you know, BET mostly plays reruns and mostly plays movies at night. And remember when we were growing up, you know, at set at, at six and nine, what came on at six and nine? 6 a.m. and 9 a.m.? No, or what? 6 p.m. and 9. 106 in Park. No, oh, yeah. I'm talking about old school, Devin. Comic you on BT, come to you oh. so we get your laugh on. Hey, come on and get your laugh on. Yeah. <laughs> you right there. You right. We we had comic at Teen Summit. We had all these. We had 106 in Park. Right, you know, we right. Had all these original programming, and somebody was saying, "Well, how come BT hasn't been showing cooking shows for us to eat healthy? How come they haven't been having more?" Uh, shows about, uh, with dialogue, you know, because right. now it's just like it's basically become the archives for Tyler Perry's creations, you know, and and there okay. could be more opportunity, 
you know, besides just uh, um, uh, Boomerang and Sisters and that other show by Lena Waithe, 20s or, or whatever, how, how about we actually have some lifestyle programming to actually speak to the public, to educate them instead of just entertaining them with reruns? I don't need to see a marathon of the Parkers all the damn time. I love it. Hey! Okay. You know? <laughs> That's a that's great what, um, you that's, that's a great idea. idea. That is. I also forgot to mention that they had honored um, Beyonce uh, for the Humanitarian Award. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, so she got that, um, and that was nice. But what we, um, what we did miss out on is that they didn't, you know, they didn't have time to honor. You know how they usually honor like the. The, the legend or I think oh, that's right, the right. show uh, shorter too is because they didn't have, you know, the tribute. Exactly. I was, the, I was surprised. I thought they would, you know, still do a tribute to somebody, but no, they didn't. Yeah. But, um, okay. So moving on. So you guys might've heard this past week, um, that Jada got a little secret. <laughs> You know, and she wanted to freaking bring herself to the Red Table Talk because she said it was a whole lot of healing that needed to be done. Um, did y'all hear about August Alcina and his interview with um, Angela Yee? Yes, we did. We were talking about this yesterday. Yeah. We just needed to bring it to the table of Oliver Happy Hour because... My main question about this situation is, one, why did August decide to share this information at this particular time? Of course, we have some ideas about that. He got his feelings hurt. She left him. She Mm -hmm. don't deal with him no more. He's putting her business out there. Um, And then second of all, Jada and Will have both denied it for many years because this is actually not new. Like, they suspected right. this was going on for like years ago. Um, so why is it that Jada and Will are denying it? And if they are, if it is actually true, because it's speculation, obviously right now, nobody's confirming that like, if you just have one side saying it, it's not really corroborated. There's none of his friends are saying, yeah, it's true. So um, like, I just really want, Jada and Will, if it is true, just talk about it because those types of relationships can potentially be healthy for individuals that are looking to find a partner that are open to those kinds of things. And not to say that it's for me or for everybody, but if that's the relationship Will and Jada have created for themselves, there's no shame or blame. There is no judgment. Whatever works for you works for you. I do think that August was out of pocket for bringing it up. Like, this was supposed to be between us. Um, But, you know, it it brings to light. And I'm glad she's coming to the Red Table because it's like, Jada, just talk about it. If this is something... This is what she's been doing with everybody else's business. I mean, if somebody brings up some business about you, yeah, you need to come to the table and talk about it. Hello, hello. Plain day, okay? Because she, in one of the episodes, mind you, she brought out August Alcina on Red Table Talk. Really? And, yes, and it was like, they were trying to make it seem like this was like, or he was trying to make it seem like she was like a mother figure. But I'm like, in my head, when I initially looked at the video, I'm like, 
they ha- their connection is not like mother motherly son type of energy. Like they didn't have that type of vibe. Like he was like praising her, you know, like he was in love with her. And in the interview with Angela Yee, he was saying like, you know, he gave his all to that relationship. Okay. And he and then he said that he had had um got Will Smith's blessing. And I'm like, okay, I don't know if that is what that was, but Jada did say something in one of the Red Table Talks where she was saying, she was like, um, they were talking about, um, it was the episode where she was talking about her partnership with Will, instead of it being a marriage, it's a partnership. And she was saying that, she was like, look, you could be on this end of the house, I could be on this end of the house, and we have like two, she didn't say this verbatim, but she was like, and we be doing our own thing, you know, like basically implying like you can have somebody on this side of the house and I have somebody on this side of the house, but we still under the same house, basically. Mm. And so her mom, she was like, yeah, I thought that was crazy. Like, and I was just like, oh, like that's what people were saying. Like, well, Jada, you just told on yourself. Like, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Y'all have an open relationship or an open, y'all had an open marriage or whatever it was. And y'all tried to keep that shit under wraps just so nobody would talk about it. But people is out here talking about it. And now somebody that you guys have been involved with or she's been involved with has gotten his feelings hurt because he was really devoted to the the, the relationship. Well, let me say something. August instead of that relationship that you knew you were ne- you were always the side piece, maybe you should have worked on your career. Maybe you should have worked on creating some new songs that you could sing instead of all them ragmatag-ass songs that you call music. You know, maybe you should have focused on coloring your hair one damn color instead of looking like a <laughs> damn lollipop. Over here looking like some water no, yeah. over here. Over here looking like yeah. a slushy, a suicide slushy. Lord, Jesus, somebody get him. Inside show Bob ass hairdo. <laughs> no, but Darren, look, because he came out with an album or maybe like a couple songs last year. And they said, I guess it was some speculators or his fans that was listening to the song. And he, he has said that he, I guess, I don't know if they said that they were talking about or he was talking about Jada, but the lyrics in the song had had people asking questions like, who is he talking about? And then he, so he felt like he needed to speak out and tell his truth. Now, I don't know exactly what was said in the song, but he obviously felt the need that he needed to speak his truth. So I mean, and I'm just glad that like he is having an opportunity to share his truth because I do think everyone deserves an opportunity to speak whatever experiences they've gone through. And I'm just ready for Jada to come to the red table and mm-hmm. make it plain, like explain what the situation is. Cause I want to get back to this is not the first time. This has been ongoing for many years in Jada and Will's relationship where uh, multiple people, not even in the industry, 
some people just connected to them are having some background knowledge of their relationship have stated this about their their relationship and their marriage and that this is what it is but they keep it under wraps so jada just talk about it girl i just really pray for you i pray for this experience i do think red table talk is an amazing platform i seriously enjoy it um but if you don't come to this red table talk honest i think you will lose a lot of your fan base because they're looking for you to be very clear and transparent transparent thank you dad to be very transparent and to just be honest with us about things um because you you will lose credibility instantly if you just kind of sweep it under the rug and make it seem like august um you know is bringing up this information like just address the whole situation yes we know about this we've been talking about this for a while it's been in the news like just go back to the history of it too like that's really what right. i'm looking for and i don't want to set high expectations because sometimes we can be disappointed but i'm just like jada this is your chance to talk about healthy black marriages yes. and, and ways to make it work and communicate with your partner that is the bigger picture so i just yeah. really pray for them I really hope that in this, like, I really hope that she, like you said, go back on the history of it and exactly, like, say, or, or I don't know, share what caused him to actually come out and have to say something. Like, why did he feel yeah. the need to say something about it? Like, did you cut him off? Like, was y'all, did you? Was he having it or he took it hard? Like, what is going on? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, when I first heard it, like, like you guys said, I was like, you know, I was just waiting for her to come out because, uh, you know, I thought that right, you know, that the next day she would have been at the red table with her grits and her omelet with, right. her, with her curlers in her hair, just to say like, Hey, look, I need to say something real quick. Right. <laughs> <lying."> right dear. Instead, we heard from their PR, you know, from both their PR persons, like, uh, they both deny this claim. Like, damn, you sound like somebody, you know, been accused of rape. You know, yes. like, we, we do not, uh, what, what are those statements, you know, those blanket statements people will say, like, you know, that is not the recollection of events that occurred. Yes, yes. Right, right. It's just like, come on, Jada, come on. You know, it's an incredible topic, and it, obviously if it's something they've kept under wraps for this long, it's for a reason. Um, but like you said, Devin, she done already told on herself. So stop trying to beat around the bush and just make it, like I said, make it plain. My thing is, she wants to bring everybody and what they got going on to the table. Right. So why not bring your own shit to the table and talk about it? That's my thing. Like, okay, if you're going to do that with everybody else, just like the whole uh, Khloe Kardashian and Jordan, um, whatever her name, the the little girl's name, she brought that whole thing to the table like... If you're going to bring some scandal mess to the table and you got some scandal stuff going on, then bring it to the table. Okay? Remember she made Snoop apologize for calling, uh, oh, Devin, I don't know what happened. Your audio is going out. But uh, oh. remember she brought Snoop to the red table because uh, he had called Gail King a funky bitch. She even brought T.I. to the table when he was talking about his daughter, when he yeah. bought, you know, blasted his daughter. Right. I mean, it's right. time. I mean, that's what the red table is for. So, Jada, we look forward to seeing it, you know, and, uh, you know, hopefully 
you know, we were able to get, you know, get some closure with, with it, you know, but hey. I have no doubt that she will be trans. Yeah, I have no doubt that she'll be transparent because obviously when she tweeted that tweet talking about she needs to come to the table because there needs to be some healing going on or some healing that needs to happen. Um, that's just confirmation that she recognizes that <laughs> and that she needs to address it. So yeah. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that Red Table talk for sure. But um, moving on, so... Officers in the Breonna Taylor's case have not been arrested still, okay? we have They have not been arrested. We have not heard anything about them planning to arrest them. But it's very sad to, to know that this has happened, what, in February? It happened in February? March. Yeah. March. Mm-hmm. And it's July and nobody has been arrested, it just does not make any sense. I they want to call think. it a freak accident. No, that was not no fucking, excuse my language, it was not no freak accident. Yeah. I think at the core of it is just hold these, hold these officers accountable like any other person who messes up in their job. They, they don't need to be officers no more. For one. Plain and simple. So they already fired one of them, like the lieutenant or the sergeant. You know, and the union, of course, is going to appeal that. But I mean, but 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 that needs to be explained as well. Is that many of these times, sometimes when these officers are fired, they end up getting their jobs back because of the police union. So it's like they just fired one officer. Now, you know, they fired the officer who was uh, shooting recklessly, the one who was shooting through the windows and stuff. You know, and and it, you know the bullets had gone into another apartment even. But what about the other two guys? You know, like you know. Those two guys, you know, those same guys who turn in a blank report, not even detailing the fact that they killed Brianna, you know, saying that she didn't have any injuries. Like, all that stuff, like, come on. Like, wow, wow. I mean, and it goes back this, to, like, hold people accountable. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is my thing. How you go in somebody's house, don't even knock or anything. You barge into their house and then arrest the man that was shooting back because that was self-defense. You coming up in his fucking house and he's trying to protect himself and his girlfriend. Right. But y'all arrest him. He was the only one that was arrested. Well, Devin, it don't make no sense. It is legal for them. And it's a no-knock warrant that they executed. And that is... uh... That is a standard. That's some bullshit. Of the that war is some bullshit. That is the war on drugs right there for you. So we do have to reform that because the war on drugs, let's not forget what, what president passed, you know, or funded the war on drugs. It started with Nixon. Oh, Nixon. <laughs> it started with Nixon with the DEA. And then it was just funneled even more under the Reagan administration to where all these police departments, they're hungry for that money. They depend on it. They want to go in and no knock, and they want to they want to seize all of your assets because that's how they get extra funding. They yeah. take your shit and then they put it in their own coffers so they can buy some more ammo and some more yeah. military grade equipment. That's what they do. So that's why it's even hard to arrest them is because technically what they did wasn't illegal. The procedure that they used wasn't illegal. They do it all the time. You know, they break doors down, and it was it started out here in L.A. with Daryl Gates 
and the battling ram, you know, where they were just knocking, you know, tear people's whole front of their whole damn house out. Oh, we're going to get you freeze. Yeah. And so, like, that's what we really need reform for. And I, I, I hear less and less of that conversation because all these municipalities, they're just trying to give little piecemeal approaches. You know, oh, we want to take off the episode of the Golden Girls because they were in blackface. Hopefully you niggas will understand and stop asking for equal rights and shit. Yeah, crazy. You know, watch out for that because they, they've been trying to do all this shit. Oh, well, we're going to support black businesses on Postmates and get free delivery. Well, well get it. when are you going to give your money so that we can actually have some police reform, justice reform? Justice reform, you know, fix our courts, fix the police, fix the, the, the prisons. Those are the actual issues that nobody seems to be centralizing on. You know, I yes. could give a damn if you get a, get 13,000 gallons of yellow paint and keep painting Black Lives Matter. But until okay. you actually legislatively do something, all those words don't mean shit. It's just going to get ran over and it's going to get faded out when the next semi-truck comes in through the intersection. Mm-hmm. You expect that shit to, to, when you gonna repaint that shit, huh? You all know right. that that sidewalk truck don't last for a long period of time. Exactly. Yeah. That's that bullshit, okay? Daring Excuse my language, but Darren, yes, face. you hit it on the nail, okay? Like, I mean, that- and- did you mention George Floyd's, uh, the cops were, were released as well? Like, right. They were released on bail. The main one that actually killed George Floyd was released, right? Derek Chauvin? Darren? I, I don't know if Derek Chauvin yes. was, was released, was he? I, I thought that's what I heard. He was released on bail. And then the um, I thought the, I thought one of them looked black. The the I thought he was just light skinned. Um, Darren, what's his name? I don't know his name. Yeah, I don't I don't know what his name was. But the other, but it's three of the uh, three of the four officers. They were, um, you know, um, they're they're released. out. Yeah, they're released. So three of the four cops. I don't think Derek Chauvin has been released because his okay. has been sent at a million dollars. But um, the other three officers, they definitely are, are out on bail. I, I could have sworn that they have, I heard that they have did a, a GoFundMe for him. They did. And they raised that mess. Yeah, and it raised, it raised money. But I don't, I don't know, you know, um, uh, as far as I know, um, he's not, yeah, he's, he hasn't been released. Uh, um, uh, as, oh, as a good. Man. His ass needs to stay in there. Yeah, um, stay in there. Literally stay in there. The fact that they're releasing these guys in the first place is just, it's disappointing. It is. disappointing. Um, you know, America is just disappointing across the board, board mm-hmm. wide. Like we're an embe- embarrassment. The fact that we, you know, try to make changes and then go back three steps in terms of the desire to bring justice in our justice system. Like people come here legitimately for the American dream to escape some of the oppression that they experience in their own places. And then they come here and it's like five times worse. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's, it's kind of irritating. It's very sad. It's very disappointing. Like you said, Lizzie. 
Yeah, for real. Like y'all, we could do better. And until people connect to their spiritual selves and the self that's not so greedy and concerned with power and privilege and um, oppressing others, like until people start to connect with their spiritual selves, which is the everlasting and the God-centered part of ourselves, like we're not going to be able to make any changes. People are still going to be egocentric, driven towards um, self-satisfaction and a whole host of other things. So I do think like we need a little, I mean, we've been talking about reckonings and all those. It's a spiritual reckoning. It's a spiritual awakening that we, mm-hmm. right now, God is giving us the, the prime time to really step to the throne and be like, God, forgive us. Like, let's really make some changes. And until humans can do that, because this is not just an American issue, until we can do that and start to really treat people with respect and the the love of God, like, y'all, we need to do that. Please, please, Lord, help us. (laughs) Like, for real. Yes. We definitely need to continue to pray. Because the world we living in today is just, oh, I just, I can't, I don't, I'm not proud of my country at all. I'm not proud, I'm not proud to be an American, okay? I'd rather go to Africa, okay? Let me go to Africa and um, go back to the motherland. I'm proud to be an American, because Americans <laughs> smoke good weed. <laughs> <laughs> I got hit with the chronic and it put me right to sleep. (laughs) You are something else. I cannot take it. Oh, Lord. Mind you, okay, this fool, Kanye West, we were just talking about him on his little manics, um, one of his manic episodes, okay? He talking about he running for president. Like, what? <laughs> Why? You are not even, you wasn't even in the preliminary, sir. Okay? You didn't even fill out the paperwork. Yeah, he didn't fill out the paperwork. You didn't even fill out the paperwork to be a candidate. And you talking about you running for president. Like, boy, sit down. Well, Darren had a really good response, which I think is a very, you know, uh, a mental mental health clinician response. So, Darren, what did you think about this? Well, like I, like Devin was saying, I said that it sounded like he's having a manic episode, and he just randomly just wants to wants to, you know, he's impulsively he wants to run. But I, you know, I don't think it's a sound choice, and I hope people don't vote for his ass. You know, I don't want no damn Kanye West in the Oval Office. Are you kidding me? But people take this as a joke. You know, they completely take this as a joke. Mm-hmm. And if he actually does, you know, dumb motherfuckers are going to go out there and, 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 and vote for him. Now, on the other hand, I do agree that maybe there does need to be a third party candidate to, to really dismantle the Democratic and the Democrat and Republican Party. Because... The Democrats, they don't really totally cater to us. They're just the lesser of two evils. Yeah, true. Agreed. You know, I mean, they're they're not the uncle that, you know, well, I shouldn't use that analogy. Like, uh, you know, that Chris Rock analogy uh, about America, like America's uh, uncle who raped you, but then paid for you to go to college. Uh, okay. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, that's a, that's a, I know that's a really, really dark, really, really dark uh, comedy joke. But I mean, if you really think about it, it's, it's just yeah. like, well, what, what really, what really do we have here? Mm-hmm. You know, because, uh, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's all I'm saying. Like, I, I, it's a farce. I hope, you know, I know he's not serious. He won't be able to be on the ballot in many of the states anyway. So it's just like, you're just wasting everybody's time. If you actually want to get involved, like, do stuff. And I mean, I understand, like, he just came out, he just came out uh, uh, recently saying that, um, you know, that that whole charade with him foaming at the mouth, talking to Trump, which he looked very manic when he was in the Oval Office, if you guys recall. He said that was all a farce in order to get that person released, uh, uh, um, you know, from jail. I mean, and yeah, you know, maybe that was true. You know, I, I kind of believe in that, that that was his purpose in going to the Oval Office. But at the end of the day, he's infatuated with the power of the office. He's not, he's not infatuated with actually trying to do good and actually hiring the right people to go in those positions because that's, that's really, at the end of the day, the only reason why I can say, like, okay, like, yeah, I'm going to have to vote for Joe Biden because... I actually think that he would put the right people who uh, where they need to be. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be all this crazy stuff going on like like we got now, where it's just, you know, you got you got unqualified people out here running, don't not even knowing what the hell they're doing. Look at look at this whole coronavirus thing. The response. Look how raggedy this is. You know, and I, in a second we'll get into more about what's going on uh, in politics. But Kanye, sit your ass down. We don't need you as no president. Why don't you become president of the PTA for your daughters? You know, school. Why don't you become That's president right. of the agriculture unit out there in Montana, wherever the hell you bought your damn farm at? You know, why don't you become president of get, getting good food to the hood? Why don't you grow that on your damn farm? You know, we don't need we don't need you in the Oval Office. We need you trying to focus on some good music because that raggedy shit you just released this past week wasn't working for me. I'm sorry, buddy. Go back to the studio. I love you, brother, but that wasn't it. That's all I have to say. Darren, you always do good. I definitely think Kanye West needs to hear that. I hope he's listening. (laughs) Oh, I'm over here struggling, okay? Oh, but I will say... In and out of... Oh, yeah, Devin. I don't know. We got to reset the doggone internet over there. But I will say about Kanye um, is that recently he did announce a partnership with Gap to uh, release their uh, his line uh, with, uh, with Gap Inc. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was just recently. They 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 think that it's going to bring about a billion dollars worth of revenue to Gap. So we'll see. I mean, so I mean, he, he you know he's trying to be a designer as well. But I mean, who knows? That's probably what he's trying to do. You know, maybe he's trying to work the media so he can sell some shit uh, uh, with Gap. You know, based off of that, I did put some money in on Robinhood. I put about 60 bucks in and bought about five shares of Gap, Inc. So we'll see what, what it does. Because, you know, those little white suburban kids, they're going to buy all of that shit. Of course. Of course they will. Okay, moving right along into politics. Okay, I tried. It was good. It's over. All right. Um, <laughs> so, um, yesterday was 4th of July, and um, 
the question is, is Independence Day for all of us to celebrate? As a collective, is Independence Day for all to celebrate? You know, yesterday I put up a post, you know, black people don't have anything to celebrate on the 4th of July, but we always like a good cookout, a barbecue, a little cue, and fireworks, okay? So that's the only reason why, you know, people gather together because that's just, I mean, I guess that's the tradition now, but the actual meaning or meaning behind Independence Day, no. We ain't celebrating that shit. Because we was never... It was never... We was never independent. It was never... What was that, Devin? I don't know. See, the the fireworks is going off still. (laughs) Child, they outside. Well, I do agree with you. I think that, like... um... I mean, 4th of July has always been very, like, weird for me to even celebrate, but I do like getting together with my family and friends and hanging out, and it's just another reason for us to go to the beach or to have a barbecue, to get together, but I think I do like what someone else said, like, we should find other opportunities or even more opportunities outside of this, so we don't just have to wait on this date, Um, but the fact that it's a holiday and many people get off work for it, it allows us to like the freedom to be able to go and visit other people's, um, you know, to visit families and all those things. But I definitely don't agree with um, that. We are independent as people of color. It's, I, the, the celebration this year was just off the chain, y'all. It was like a six hour fireworks show. Like um, for real. And we talked about it's the- It sounded like there. a war zone outside, okay? It was a Darren. You said it was bombs over Baghdad. <laughs> um, okay. I, like, I, mean, I took a video and literally you could see the sky lighting up, like it looked like, yes. it was like an alien invasion or some kind of shit going on. <laughs> like I just sat no. there and I was like, I was like, oh well, let me be cool and let me like I'm gonna get on top of the roof so I can see like see across like see all the stuff in the sky and I was like hell no let me not do this shit before uh you know some shrapnel fucking hit me in the face or something (laughs) but why but why did people celebrate so tough this year like that's really what I want to know and I just think that people are bored they're tired of being at home they needed some kind of entertainment because I'm like y'all we ain't never celebrated American independence and it's not really independence it's just a made-up holiday Holidays for the white people. Right, I was going to say, to serve the egos of the white people who destroyed Native American land. Like, it's just, I don't want to do that. So, no. But, yeah. Um, What is the question? Is it in the days? No, it's not for all of us. My bad. I can't help myself. That's <laughs> bombs over back then. Don't play it out, Cass. Okay, I was All right. So, Darren, you were saying that there's statues of white men being toppled over. 
like Christopher Columbus statue in Baltimore and by protesting. Yep. So what do you guys think about that? Good, okay. Knock that damn. shit down. God damn down. Knock it down. Who who was even on the damn committee to put him up in the first place is what I wanna know. It wasn't me. It wasn't any Native American now, was it? Who Hell no. said that our tax dollars should go to continuing for the upkeep of these racist statues. Like I can give a damn about Christopher Columbus. That motherfucker didn't find America. He went to the he went down he to the West Indies. He was he did not step foot on America. He went to the West Indies and found the America. And and Europeans, okay. they look up to him like he's some kind of savior. He didn't find this land. It was already here. How do you find something that is already occupied by a people? And we are supposed to exalt you just because you are, uh, you helped the Spanish Empire out? Christopher Columbus looted America. The Americas. The Americas. Yeah. So forget him. Forget all the other racist uh, uh, white people that they've been tearing down all over the world. This has been happening in London, where they actually have had slave trader monuments. You know, and we're supposed to look up to these people, but I think it really initiates a conversation about really who our founding fathers were. And I, I love, you know, the guy who used to be on um, on TMZ. I forget his name. It starts to ban 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 Jones. What's his name? Remember the guy who used to be on T- TMZ? He got fired. White guy. The white guy. The black guy. The black one of the black guys. I not think the guy. No, not the guy with the dreads. He's still there, but the other guy, you know, he would be really active in the newsroom. But he got fired like last year. But uh, uh, he was the one who remember yeah. having an argument with Kanye when Kanye was there at the TMZ office. Yeah. Okay. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. But but okay. he had he had made a poignant point in like an Instagram. Uh, he, you know, he he had uh, screenshotted a note, but he was saying like, why is it so radical to actually talk about the fact that these founding fathers, how much they, some of them tortured, some of them raped, some of them beat their slaves. You know, and he, he brought up, he said, well, if, if Steve Jobs, if we found out that Steve Jobs, you know, the creator of Apple, if we found out that underneath his house in his basement, he had 120 slaves up here that he mercilessly, mercilessly beat, that he raped, that he tortured, and that he subjugated to make Apple products, would we would we today say, oh well, Steve Jobs, the greatest inventor ever, or would we say, oh shit, Steve Jobs, he's out of pocket for all that stuff. He he actually, you know, he, you know, he's not pretty right. Would we try to cancel him? Right, right. And 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 honestly, we would. Yeah. Um, I know we all look back at rosy colored history about these founding fathers, but let's just call them like they are. Because to us, you know, they may have founded this country, but they were hypocrites. Mm-hmm. I could give a, you know, George Washington, you know, he had fake dentures, right? George Washington, right? His, his teeth had rotted out. So for a while he had wooden teeth. But then they said that he also had a set of dentures made from the teeth of slaves. Yes. Yes. Sir. Say it. So, so the guy that's on a dollar bill, y'all, he can't even give us a smile because his teeth ain't even his. 
You over here smiling a crooked smile based off of us because it's the teeth that's in his mouth. We're from right. a slave. Yes. We're from a black body. Black bodies. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just call it like it is because history paints them in a rosy picture. Yes. We've been told lies like this motherfucker sit up here, chopped down a cherry tree and told his dad. That was a damn lie. Fuck out of here. George Washington didn't do that. He did free his slaves when he died, but he didn't have no use for them, no way. Exactly. Right. It's so sad. It's so, ugh. It makes me freaking But, you know, moving on, okay. Um, there was a bounty that Russia paid to, to the Taliban to kill American soldiers. Yeah. So they done with us. They done. They are done with us. So yeah. actually, let, let's speak on this and let's explain what exactly happened. So what has been reported is that the Kremlin, you know, which is like the White House for Russia, mm-hmm. that they were paying bounties, that they were paying uh, uh, members of the Taliban for killing American soldiers. And they said that Trump was notified about it <laughs> months ago. Multiple times that it was in his president because the president that gets a daily briefing that they compile all of the intelligence, everything that's going on, they, they compile it. You know, sometimes it's a real thick document that they print out daily. And, you know, we had great presidents like Obama who actually read through it in the morning. Wake your ass up early and read through that shit. Figure out what's going on. But, you know, Trump, they've had to condense it, make it smaller and smaller to now it's only five or six pages. And really, they, they made it so that it's of interest to him. So they talk about him all the damn time. Oh, like uh, the National Enquirer <laughs> talked about you, President Trump, today. Oh, really? Right. Tell me more but about that. That motherfucker doesn't want to hear about actual shit that's going on. He only wants to hear about his own damn self. So when it was brought up that, that, that Russia was doing this, that the intelligence was confirming that they were doing this, you know what the motherfucker did? He brushed it to the side. Oh, I don't want to hear about that. No, talk about something else. Tell me about those demon rat Democrats. Uh-huh. And, and, and so he overlooked the information. He doesn't. He wants to still. And so they even said that even after that was reported to him, that he was still meeting with Putin. So you're talking about a dereliction of duty. He's supposed to be the commander in chief. And you have our main adversary right now. Russia has been our adversary for generations now. Over 70 years, they have been our adversary. And now this guy wants to be buddy-buddy and go have a little bromance with the guy. And he's over here paying to kill our soldiers. And what I want to know is where are all these conservatives who were talking shit during Obama administration? Where are all these people who are so concerned about the soldiers who are so concerned about how we kneel before the flag and disrespect our servicemen. Where are they now when we have actual, our actual men who are killed for a prize? And what is our commander in chief doing besides sitting on his fat red ass, <laughs> orange ass, not doing shit? He doesn't care about any of us. He doesn't care about the service members. And I get tired about people who try to, you know, try to act like, you know, uh, 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 who try to act like he is, is worth exalting. 
Agreed. Agreed, Darian. That's crazy. I didn't even, I had no idea that that happened. This is crazy. Oh, it's, he is just, oh, he is the devil. When I say issued an an arrest warrant for Trump for the drone strike that killed Iranian General uh, Qasim Soleimani, which we covered and talked about, about too. And just speaking of um, Trump in general, Darren, what do you know about that situation? Darren. Um, <laughs> yeah, this happened a few months ago. You guys remember um, there was a drone attack that killed um, you know, right. Soleimani in Iran uh, right uh-huh. there on uh, a tarmac. He was, in, he was visiting Iraq, you know, in Baghdad. And they, they just straight up brought a drone in and blasted on his ass, you know, mm-hmm. blew him up into pieces. You know, so um, Iran, you know, was one of retribution. So they, they sent out, a, um, you know, an, an arrest warrant. But, you know, it's not like they're going to follow through with it. You know, maybe when Trump gets out of office, maybe they can follow through with it or what. But, I mean, right. yeah, that, that's what happened. Well, interesting, interesting news. I definitely think that uh, if he's only trying to stay in office so that he doesn't get arrested for all of the litigation and reasons why he should be in jail. I really do hope he spends the rest of his life in jail. He does not deserve to be on American soil free at all. Hey, you guys hear about that lady, that lady who was involved with Jeffrey Epstein, how they arrested her ass too. Yeah, right, right. Oh, seems like a canary talking about how Donald Trump was involved in that too. You know, right. you guys hear about his niece who's coming out with a book too, just talk detailing how corrupt the whole fat Trump family was. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, you know, how, how much, you know, um, yeah. So we just got to stay tuned for that. I'm sorry, uh, my step, my freaking computer is really <laughs> tripped out, okay? Well, why don't we, why don't we uh, talk about, since we're just talking about all these, uh, um, we're talking about the armed forces, um, I do want to give a chance to talk, well, to say her name, and that's Vanessa uh, uh, Guyen. Uh, Guillen, v- Vanessa, uh, um, who was uh, an army, who, who was uh, enlisted in the army, and she was based out of Fort Hood in Texas. Um, by the way, Fort Hood is named after a Confederate uh, a general, uh, but she was murdered. Um, and this past week, they found her body uh, uh, several miles off the base, buried in a shallow grave. Um, it's really, this is a really tragic event. Um, and there needs to be answers. There needs to be absolute answers for this because right now it just seems like they just stopped because they said this, that the suspect, uh, well, Devin, can you explain what, uh, a little bit about what you know about, you know, the allegations that she had made? Well, she had, uh, reported this, um, I don't want to. I don't know if it was the sergeant or her superior, but um, she reported him because she, I mean, he sexually assaulted her. And then all of a sudden, like, (laughs) maybe a day, I want to say a day after she did it, after she reported him, like, she just came up missing. Then... It was a little little bit of time because uh, uh, she had noticed that after she had made the report that there was, like, you know, she was started being treated differently. And I, I think some of the harassment, you know, it had uh, intensified 
a, a bit. Oh, so it was it was some time in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't exactly the next day, but it was, I don't know the, the length of time, but I know that she did report it. And then there was, you know, a, a little bit of retaliation that was going on on mm-hmm. base. Yeah. I mean, just think about it. It was this last, okay, so she, this happened to her, but remember the, the case a few years back of the African-American woman? She did the same thing. She reported somebody that sexually assaulted her, and then she came up missing. Yeah. Like, mm. what is the disconnect? What is going on in the, the armed forces? I'm confused. Like, and then the guy that actually did it, when they asked him questions, he committed suicide? Yeah, they said that he shot himself in the head. They said that. Right. This man, he could be alive, okay? And he just in hiding. Or they could have just, you know, killed him, actually, and, you know. Yeah, or he could have killed himself, and, but he killed himself so that he wouldn't be available to release names for people right. that were up for him. Right. It, it could have been a group uh, of, it, it could have been, a, a, you know, a, a mob of people who had, had sexually assaulted her. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and, I mean, and not to mention that it was another um, soldier who was found near her uh, also in a shallow grave. So it's like, Military sexual assault is something that's real. It happens to women too much. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's tolerated way too much. And, and it happens to men too. Mm-hmm. You know, that, 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 that there are men there who are raped as well, you know, that we don't really talk about, that we don't say anything about. And then, I mean, that's mostly been the argument why they wouldn't allow women into combat. It's because they're like, oh, well, you can't have men and women mixing together, you know, how, uh, you know, you're going to have incidents like this increase. Well, damn it, if you guys don't train your soldiers to be better and more disciplined, if if we expect you to hold arms and armaments, you can't keep your fucking pants zipped up. You're saying that you guys can't control yourself? Don't jerk off in the barracks or somewhere. You know, like, why do you have to assault people and think that it's okay? And the reason why they think it's okay is because they can get away with it. Yep, there you go. There. There's no accountability. Yes, that is what that is. That's why it keeps happening because they keep covering the shit up and they're not holding these fools accountable. Mm-hmm. That's the same issue with the police department. Right. Trust me, if you hold people accountable, the amounts are going to decrease. And if you actually, what they need to do is, what well, this is what I, an idea that I've heard floated around, is why, why do you have to go above the superior? Right. Why, why does this have to be an internal process? Mm-hmm. Right. They get nearly a trillion dollars a year to waste on on bombs and on armaments. You motherfucker, excuse my language, but you guys can't even hire an outside consultant to deal with these things? To actually protect these people? Right. Right. But instead you have this flawed system of this hierarchy to where there's no accountability. Because the sergeant, if he's making sexual advances, he should have been reprimanded, but he wasn't. He ends up finding out and he ends up retaliating again. And it happens all too many times. Too many times. In all it's branches. Ridiculous. Wow. I mean, it's very sad and I, I feel incredibly sad for her family, you know, family and friends and loved ones and those that 
committed to finding her. I'm just glad that they did find her. And like you said, Darren, there, there, there's a serial killer right now in the military that nobody is looking for. Are serial killers, you know, that people aren't aren't aware yes. of. That's not that's not okay. You know, there's really bombs over Baghdad still going on over here. Sorry, you guys. <laughs> like, there's bombs in the back. Yes, okay. Um, but yeah, it's, but no, know, we need to do better. Yes. Yeah, we definitely need to do that. Do do better, like Daisy said. I'm I'm so happy that they actually the family found out what happened to her and the fact that they were it would they were weeks they were protesting about you know the army or you know them you know trying to find where she was you know cuz i guess they weren't making it you know important they weren't making it a priority but um i'm glad that it eventually it eventually happened. Um, but so rest her soul, actually, I wanted to say that. Um, so. So what, the, the next thing, Devin, is uh, the crisis of the Karens we have on the agenda. Uh, so there have been several events that have been going on where we got these Karens, you know, and you know what a Karen is, it's a, it's a white woman who's entitled, who feels an like they can white woman, okay? Say that again, Devin. I said an uptight privileged white woman, okay? Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Well, the crisis of the Karens, because most recently uh, um, uh, there's been so many more, I would say, instances that have been videotaped most recently, it's not like this is out of the blue. There's always a crisis of the Karen that has existed, but they're just being caught on camera. And mm-hmm. most recently, a mother and her child was coming out of a grocery store or somewhere that was local. And this white woman decided to pull her gun out on them and actually has recently been charged with, um, with assault with a deadly mm-hmm. weapon. Or something similar to that kind of charge. I don't know exactly. Daisy, let's go back to the 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 actual incident that like started it. Okay. So the the white woman uh, um, bumped into the daughter or pushed the daughter. Some type. It was some type of um, physical. incident that happened i don't i'm not sure if if the white if the karen (laughs) if she pushed the daughter or if she um like bumped into her and didn't acknowledge it and the mom she didn't appreciate that so she was like you know excuse me like you just (laughs) bumped into my daughter like and you're not even gonna acknowledge it like what's going on she's a child like and so the lady they they had their exchange and I want to say the 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 woman, the African American woman, mother and daughter, they were a bit. Um, I don't want to say irate, but they were a bit aggressive. They had, 
aggressive, you know, because they were like ready to say like that she was racist and all this other stuff or whatever. And so the lady, she was trying to say like, I'm not racist. I don't do this, blah, 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 whatever. Cause she was screaming out like white people are not racist. Right. And I don't think she worded it right. Cause I think she was trying to say like, not all white people are racist, but um, everything she was saying was not calming the woman down and eventually the lady she tried to apologize but then her husband got out the car and then the mom she was like well what are you she was looking at him like what you gonna do like she was like i wish you would try to put your hands on me and blah 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 whatever and so the the guy was like who do you people think you are or whatever that didn't make the situation better at all then they proceeded to get in so the lady the karen she got in the car And then her husband got back in the car and he started to pull out. But then the mom, I guess she was behind their car trying to get their license plate. And the guy, he proceeded to back up and he almost ran her over. So that is what like really, um, that's what, yeah, Darren, if you play it. You're going to shoot me the fuck away. Oh, get away. Call the cops right now. Call them. Call the cops. Yeah. You definitely see, but then the lady, she was getting real, like, Darren, he cut it off right before she kind of, like, backed up, and she was, like, screaming, like, get away from it, like, acting like the lady was really, oh, yeah. like, matter or some shit, like, she really was acting like, she let these women get her all hyped up because first she was in the car. I don't even know why the hell she got back out the car with her gun. Like, was that, it wasn't that serious. Like y'all could have just pulled out and got on. But the guy, he was, I don't know. He was being a dick and freaking tried to, you know, run over the lady. And basically she, the, they were like, you need to get out the way, like get out the way. That's why, you know, it was just too much. Like it was unnecessary. Yeah. It was a very heated occupation and she did not there was no need for her to pull out her gun. I think no need for it. I mean, and also too, oh Darren, were you gonna play it again? Yeah. <laughs> You know what that you know what that could have been an intro to uh, that ludicrous song. Dig deep, why you all in my ears talking a whole bunch of shit? Like, get back! You don't know me like that. She her life is ruined, and so is her husband. So her husband was recently uh, let go from his job. Um, I guess he worked at a college, or um, he works at a university, and they released him from his position. Well, I mean, hey. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we need to move on and kind of close this out. But uh, Karens, we're coming for you. Just stop. Calm down. You need to definitely go to a mental health clinician or find somebody who can counsel you on how to de-escalate situations rather than keep them escalated. 
you obviously feel empowered enough to bring out your weapon when you're not physically being harmed in any kind of way. You are just emotionally rattled. So let's get to the real conversation of how to manage your emotions when you are rattled and when somebody comes at you and you don't really know how to respond. There are better ways to calm a situation and to not respond in the ways that you do. You know what I mean? So I just think that white people have terrible emotional intelligence and they need to really work on some of their issues. Sorry, guys. They're really just popping these fireworks right now. So I'm going to put it on me. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. I also wanted to point out um, my black people, you know, this is it, it's a time and a place to point out racism, okay? Sometimes, not every situation, I know right now everything is heightened, you know? Everybody is on edge and ready to pull out their phone whenever they experience um, racial injustice. But I feel like sometimes our emotions get the best of us as well. And sometimes the way we respond could add to the chaos. You know, sometimes we definitely need to check ourselves on how we respond because not, I'm not saying all white people are racist. I mean, look, (laughs) Daisy is engaged to a white woman, you know, not all white people are racist. There are some very good white people out here. But at the same time, it's very important for you to voice how, you know, like the racial injustice. But just don't, like, try not to be, like, I don't know. I don't know the word to say. But try not to be so extra you know like oh no she being racist let me pull my phone out like it's not sometimes you don't call for that sometimes it's like okay you could voice your opinion and tell them how you feel or you feel disrespected or you feel like that person was being um different towards you or whatever like yeah. but don't yeah let's don't yeah, the opportunity to move it on homegirl did get behind a car and it was like well you putting yourself in in jeopardy because what if they did press on the gas pedal i mean you could have exactly. lost your life i mean it would have been a tragedy you you, 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 you friend, honey, she did yeah i mean and there are communication uh workshops i do think that both parties like you were mentioning devin like there's we need to work on our communication i blame our education system in america it's fucking trash we don't spend enough money on our education so we need to really work on educating people on communication skills like being able to communicate and keep your nerves down and to de-escalate situations and to help people reach a common ground or come to an understanding without being so irate or charged in a situation, like that takes actual training and skill sets. Like we should be practicing that within our education systems in elementary school, middle school, high school. Those are some basic skill sets in communication that we're just not getting as Americans, which is why other countries look at us like we're fucking dumb because we go to other countries 
and we communicate in these ways and they're like you guys need to chill the fuck out like slow your roll what are you talking about right now you sound stupid and I honestly like I just really pray for our American school system because we're not putting enough funding into it we're not we're not paying our teachers well enough to to deal with these types of situations or have conversations with students you know so we just it's just there's a lot of money that needs to be funneled in our education and our communication skills so let's just try to do that as well Oh, true. Well, what's the next thing, Devin? Okay, so there's a group, a new group, you know, going around. It's called the NFAC, the Not Fucking Around Coalition, okay? <laughs> they, um, actually yesterday, they did a, a peaceful protest in Stone Mountain, Georgia, um, and that is basically the birthplace of the Ku Klux Klan. And um, that's basically, you know, where they have multiple, you know, meetings and whatnot. And the, NF- the Wait, NFAC. Is this the Black Militia, Devin? Okay, thank you, dear. Wait, I can't. What happened? Is it? I was asking if it was the Black Militia. So they're not affiliated with the. BLM or other protests. They're just the black militia organization. Oh, yeah. They're not, yeah, they're not affiliated. Let me yeah. show you guys a video off of this uh, Instagram page called Pushing Black. Right. That's us, the Not Fucking Around Coalition, the NFAC. That's who we are. So, white supremacists have threatened to kill black people this weekend. Have you heard about that? Let me explain something to you and your view. Yeah, we heard all of that, but see, we don't stand. We don't hear their threats. We threaten back. Okay, that's the problem. Scary Negroes repeating what the enemy said. If they say they're going to kill black people at 8 o'clock, damn it, stay back. we killing white people at 8.05. Stop repeating to us what they say because they haven't made good on one threat today. So today, we went up on Stone Mountain where the Klan was born with a thousand of my soldiers looking for the Klan. So we don't, we don't respond to threats. We can make threats. That's our problem as a people. We keep playing ourselves as the victim. We don't want no more apologies. We want to give some apologies. We don't want to have to understand. We want y'all to have to understand. What is the mission of your organization? To protect black people in their communities, in our month, in our, I'm going to curse on your show, in our money, in our education, as far as our kids, as far as the sisters, no matter how strong they are, our own self-policing, our own self-control, the whole nine yards, and then become the backbone for become the backbone for the military for a new black nation. What is the solution? Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, so I wanted to play that just so that you guys could hear it from uh, the, the um, you know, this is called. Of mouth, okay. Yeah, they're called the NFAC, the Not Fucking Around Coalition. Um, and that was, that who was talking was Grandmaster Jay, who himself is a veteran. Uh, and many of the people in that militia were former uh, uh, are, are veterans as well, so that they are, are, are disciplined, they're trained, uh, um, knowledgeable about weaponry. Um, and, you know, I mean, I don't know about all the stuff about, you know, starting a whole black, uh, 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 you know, a, a black, what's name? But at the end of the day, he is right in terms of these boogaloo boys and stuff that be over here at these rallies carrying their AK-47s. And you guys heard about these boogaloo boys. You know, they mm-hmm. wear Hawaiian shirts. And what yep. they're trying to do is they're trying to incite a race war. 
Yep. So, I mean, part of what he said is just like, hey, like, we're going to match that energy. If you guys are going to come out here and try to do that, then we're going to be right here, too. You know, uh, um, right. because, yeah, I mean, you got got these crazy gun nuts out here who are going around with guns and playing with them frivolously. You know, and let us not forget yeah. the number one domestic terrorist that have been around here shooting up schools and public places that mostly been white men. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, so that's yeah. my biggest fear even now is that these people, I mean, it's, but it's already been happening where people have been coming to these protests. It was an incident in Colorado. Uh, it was another incident in Seattle that recently happened where some uh, a woman was ran over in Colorado. A young, I think it was like a 16-year-old boy was shot because somebody pulled out weapons uh, uh, at a Juneteenth gathering. So it's like, this stuff is happening. Yeah. You know, and if they do, if some of these white supremacists do not know that they that somebody will be coming for their ass, that this is not yes. 60, 70, 80 years ago. You know what, what movie I watched um, a few days ago was Rosewood. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh my God. God. I watched it as Dang. a kid. Just watching it again, oh, my goodness. My eyes were so wide open. Because you really realize that all these white men were terrorizing the black community. They were literally murdering people. And they were not held accountable. The sheriff is up here with them. Can't even control these motherfuckers because he's not even putting the same amount of justice towards them. You know? Those dead black people who they knew who the killers were and they just allowed them to roam freely. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate that movie, Rosewood. Oh, it make me so mad. Girl. We a talent. Y'all, today, oh, child, it was a good, this was a good one. This was a good run. <laughs> okay, even though my um computer was going in and out. Sorry, y'all. Mine too. Um, <laughs> child, we didn't have... Um, Bombs over Baghdad in the back in the background. <laughs> but um, any last thing you guys want to say? Any last words of encouragement? Maybe. Um, I just want to say, everybody, I'm engaged, so I'm off the market. <laughs> <laughs> but um. You know, most importantly, I think that let's, let's stay together, let's stay connected, let's continue to do Zoom parties, Zoom meetings, but also be protected out here. The COVID-19 is still around. So just be safe and responsible out here in the streets um, and be protective of yourself and also of others. Wow, Darren. <laughs> For me, I think it's just like remember, remembering, uh, you know, remembering your history and what is actually your history. Because truth be told, some of the history that we know is not our story, it's their story or the lies in which they want to tell you to believe. Just to try to appease your emotions, to try to make sure that you don't uprise. You know, and even when an uprising happens and they try, still try to appease you, give you snacks and snickers. You know, trying to make you bow down. But if you remember who you are and who you need to be, you know, then I think the better off you will. You know, you you, you will be. So, I mean, this is a long conversation, but I mean, I think all these things were very important that we covered. 
Thank you, Darren. And we didn't come around for the last week, so we had some things to catch up on. Yeah, we had a lot to catch up on. So, I mean, of course, <laughs> over an hour was to be expected. But you guys have a great week ahead. Y'all pray for me because I'm about to start this microblading course. Okay, I'm set. I'm, I'm a little excited, but I'm scared. <laughs> but um, have a great week, y'all. Let's do our Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Have a great week. God bless. Pay your own damn mortgage. Or we can look at the time, hey.